Grooveaholics. Welcome to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Birthed by a love of music, we're all about culture. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. If you gain value from this podcast, personally share it with a friend and explain your favorite part. Let's get groovy. Groovy. Welcome, everyone, to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, your top source for live local regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York, and the surrounding region. I am your host, Ben Albert, and I am here with Colin Jones. Colin, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. A lot of you guys know Colin. He is Stereo Nest. He's been in so many projects in the region, Haywa, Ocular Panther, and you are my subject. Let me look this up real quick. I think it was episode 56, which believe it or not, was like 50, almost 60 yeah. episodes ago, which blows my yeah. mind. That That is mind blowing. Congrats on that, man. It's, it's great that you kept it going for so long. It's cool. Well, it, it's awesome because you were like the second or third episode when I did my relaunch. Um, I relaunched hmm. in March, early April that time when COVID hit. And since then, right. it's just been like off to the races. Um, but yeah. I wanted I wanted to bring you back on because ultimately, I know you've got a new album coming out soon. You recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee, so we haven't seen you for a while. Um, and you're setting up like a free premiere live stream that's actually about to, to happen in like a few minutes now. So yeah. everybody stick around for the live stream. But let's preface, man, like you, you moved to Nashville. Why'd you move? And, and as a second part to the question, how's it been since you moved? Well, um, originally I moved uh, because, well, you know, as everybody knows, uh, COVID happened. There wasn't a lot of shows or things going on. You know, I tried to keep it as busy as possible and um, still did in other ways, uh, recording new material, things like that. And um, was able to squeeze in a few shows um, the first couple times we opened and then shut back down and stuff. But, <laughs> um, you know, so I squeezed in what I could, but um, eventually pretty much just came down to the point where uh, just looking to expand, um, got uh, the opportunity to come work for Gibson, uh, working on guitars, uh, setting them up as a guitar adjuster. Mm. Um, so I thought that was a pretty cool opportunity and a good excuse to get to a a new place and a bigger place, broader place, and hopefully expand a little bit, meet some new people and, you know, make some money too. Honestly, <laughs> it was, you know, yeah, it's it something that I enjoy. So, um, yeah, I figured it was worth a shot and it's been going pretty well. It's been going pretty well. Um, yeah, at this point, you know, it's kind of hard moving to a new city when, um, things are a bit more open and sure. Yeah. You know, Tennessee, um, than New York, but, Still, it's still the same stuff, you know. So, um, just been working a lot mostly and trying to record and get back into it down here, you know. It's a fresh start, so yeah, it's got to be tough with COVID. There's a lot less sitting back, 
having a beer, going to shows, things like that. So it's got to be tough acclimating in a new city. I'm curious though. We joked about this offline the other day, but Gibson, are you work? Are you like working on brand new guitars? Are you doing repairs? The reason I ask yeah, is because Gibson has like 2021 guitars. Gibson still makes yeah. guitars. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we're joking about that because it's like it, it's crazy to think they've been around for so long, and we're and the reason why I've been working so much is they're still in such high demand. And um, like apparently we're like twenty thousand guitars back ordered at this point. Um, so yeah, we're still pumping. Like I work, I, I work on new guitars. Yeah, on the production line. Um, when they come through me, I string them up, set them up, and play them, test them out, make sure everything's good, and then they get sent out the door. So yeah, everything I've been working on has probably been twenty twenty one. I mean, I started in twenty twenty, but I imagine those are. I'm not really sure. They're hitting the stores in 2021. I don't know what they would call them, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's been cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And, and Nashville overall treating you good, I imagine, but Rochester, I'm curious for context. Cause I've lived in mm-hmm. Rochester my whole freaking life. Like the farthest I've ever moved was Brockport, which doesn't count mm-hmm. as moving. Um, yeah, or, yeah. or Canandaigua, but they're virtually the same yeah. distance, like east side, west side of Rochester. Um, give us some perspective. Like, are you happy you moved? What do you miss about Rochester? Like, give us some expe- perspective on the past year. Well, um, I'm happy I moved. I'm happy I moved just because um, I think it's worth taking the chance when you can. Um, mm-hmm. And I really, um, you know, I'm really driving towards just expanding as much as possible. So I figured, you know, it's, it's good to get out meet new people, do new things, uh, stuff like that. But, um, at the same time, yeah, it's hard not to miss Rochester. Uh, cause I, you know, spend so much time there. There's such a community and so many people I love there. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, I miss it a lot every day. I miss it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, kind of in the middle with it all, you know, um, excited for the future and, seeing what can happen here. But um, yeah, definitely also miss Rochester and uh, everything that's given me. And the good thing is, you know, it's not like I can't go back. So yeah. I'll definitely be back at some point, come back, play some shows, hang out and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, I mean, that's kind of the nice thing. It, it's, it's kind of far away, but not too far where it's like, I can kind of make it happen. So it kind of reminds so, me of like going off to college, kind of close yeah. to home it's like i'm far enough that i'm away from my parents but um <laughs> you know also f- or close enough that i'm far enough that i'm away from my parents and they're not going to bother me but i'm close enough that i can still come home at any time and realistically yeah. at a higher level you kind of took the thought out of my head just because you're in nashville doesn't see doesn't mean you can't be in new york in the course of a day or two um, yeah Exactly. It's, it seems like it's worth the move uh, as things open back up. Obviously Nashville is a huge, huge music city, um, but mm-hmm. we're, we're happier from here in Rochester. We want to see you back. I'm excited that we've got a live premiere live stream happening in like four minutes right now. Um, it's going to be a long set and to kind of preface the stream, you've got like a new album coming out soon, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I do. Um, 
So uh, it's kind of an EP, five tracks. Uh, it's around a half hour long. Um, that'll be coming out in April. Uh, I'll be announcing it beginning of April, uh, putting up the artwork and stuff like that. Mm. But um, yeah, this the album that I'm a, I released an album right before I came here called Hologram Zero. Um, the day I left to come here, actually, which is a full length, um, which a lot of it was made over the past year um, that I'm really proud of. And that that's more um, of like structured. There's a lot of guitar. It's electronic, but it's more structured um, song type stuff. But um, sure. the EP I'm about to put out is designed more as kind of more like a heavy hitting uh heavy bass like electronic stuff so it's more focused in that direction just to kind of mix it up a little bit so yeah that's what i'm gonna be putting out uh next month so i'm excited about that should be cool i have the same artist that i worked with from the previous album so kind of hoping to tie it together a little bit with that so i love that so this stream we can expect a bunch of brand new tracks i've probably never heard before yeah i'll be playing some uh a few different things, some brand new stuff that I've never played before um, from the new album and some stuff I've never played live before um, or performed live in any sense, stream or anything from uh, an EP I released at the beginning of quarantine and when all the stuff started to happen, I put out a little EP called Grips of Growth. So I'll be uh, performing some of those tracks for the first time, some very new tracks, um, some older stuff that I feel fits the vibe that I'm trying to go for and uh, just trying to mix it all together and do something new. Cause the past year I've been doing a lot of uh, just kind of like straight improv electronic stuff, cool. which has been a lot of fun and it's always different. But um, yeah, at this point I'm just trying to keep, keep it moving a little bit and get into some other stuff. So it'll be the first time I'm kind of showcasing that side. I'm excited, man. And, and if you're watching on Facebook, you're seeing it first. If you're listening to this in, you know, audio form as a podcast, you can go to facebook.com slash Rochester Groovecast, see the live performance. Virtually all the podcast episodes have videos with them, so you can go and watch the episodes. But if you're listening, it's still going to be kick-ass. If you're watching right now live, you're the first people to see it. And Colin, how do people reach out to you? tip you buy the albums anything like that if they like what they hear uh yeah um well uh, i guess the main thing is my website it's just stereoness.com um also have a website because i'm in you know some other projects hey Wah, ocular panther and the general blanket that everything i've made is under uh galaxydiamond.net so if you go there you can find all different albums and stuff links you to spotify to Bandcamp. Um, but the main thing is, um, yeah, I mean, you can find it on all streaming sites. I'm like, everything's connected. So, you yeah. know, <laughs> do, a Google, kind of do a Google search, guys. Stereo Nest, go to Galaxy Diamond um, yeah. Records, right? Oh, uh, it's just galaxydiamond.net. Galaxydiamond.net. This is also below the tip jars below. Um, I say we go into the stream. I'm, I'm excited, man. All right. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, pump out some new stuff. So thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you.
brain is still going boom. Suicidal tendencies are getting me down. You might turn in the ground, you might fit in the ground. When a whole new system of thought is controlled, with the last deck stuck in your hand, you must fold. The Mobius strip is a trick to your sick. You might give it a rip, might all make it slip. What I'm telling you isn't gonna hurt you by the end. It's the information coming to the rescue. And I know that it doesn't really matter what you think. Things will change any day when you take it to the break.
listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Head over to Facebook, like Rochester Groovecast, and mark our page as C-First to keep in touch with everything new. Now, back to the show. Colin Jones, Stereo Nest, thank you for, for this stream. Tell us, what, what was the name of the album again? Um, the name of the album is Luxury Supreme, and uh, I'm going to be announcing the artwork in about a week. Um, like I said, it's the same artist that did the art for my last album, Hologram Zero, um, Igor Gorinov, and he's a Russian artist. He's an amazing digital artist, and um, he actually made a really cool uh, animation for a track off my last record, too, called Hologram Zero, title track. So um, if you want to see what he's capable of, check that out and you'll get a taste of what's to come. So pretty cool stuff. He's, he's awesome. I love his work. So. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for that to launch. Tell us again, how do we keep in touch with you? Galaxydiamond.net? Yep. That's the main thing to access all projects um, from the past in the future and everything. And then um, stereonest.com and, uh, my Facebook page, obviously, um, you can follow my personal page, Colin Jones. Find me. I post a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything's connected. Spotify, um, anywhere you like to stream. Find Good it. Stuff. Stereo Nest. Check it out. If you haven't checked out Colin yet, Stereo Nest, you need to now. I appreciate you coming on. Um, I didn't drill you with a thousand questions today. I do want to ask you my one new question that I've been asking every guest, um, the time capsule question. And granted, we're, we started building this time capsule during COVID, but it's not going to be open for another 500, 1,000, 5,000 years. So your decision could be COVID related, but it doesn't have to be COVID related because at the end of the, we're going to be over this on to the next one soon. So it doesn't have to have anything to do with COVID. Um, but I'm taking this extra time to build a time capsule to be opened thousand years from now. And if I were to give you, you know, three items or less or one or two more, if you've got something really good to bring to the table. And the only thing is they have to be like physical, like it can't be a concept. It can't be an intangible because people aren't going to know what the hell that is. So the only yeah. the only box I have to put you in is it needs to be something tangible. I'm curious what you're going to contribute to this time capsule and why you're going to choose what you choose. Man, okay, so uh, it's a tough question. It's a tough question because um, yeah, when you when you ask me that, I, I think of a million things and. There's such a large spectrum of things that I would like to contribute. <laughs> um, but it's like, the, and I guess the main thing is um, you saying that it has to be a physical item is also very difficult because me personally, I don't have a lot of physical items <laughs> that I can think of in, from my own life that I potentially put in there. Um, so there's probably more important things, but one thing I would put in there. <laughs> and this is also kind of a shameless plug, but also I'm completely genuine about this is um, this vinyl record here. Um, Panda on acid. Um, <laughs> it's great. So there's that. So it's cool for a couple of reasons. Um, 
first of all, you might recognize the artwork as uh, Riley Smiley. She did the cover art for this. It's a vinyl record. It's really cool. Back is really cool. Mm. Um, so I think it's, first of all, that's one aspect that I love about it, is the artwork and the fact that she was involved in this. Um, another aspect I really like is this was made, my friend produced this record um, over uh, COVID and it, he produced it as kind of like a release and something for him to do and express himself and to get him through the period of being locked out and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's relevant. And um, also, I happened to be on a few tracks on this <laughs> on here. So, um, and I had a really good time. I, I recorded it as I was locked away, you know, in the, the beginning of all this. And uh, we sent tracks back and forth to each other. Um, so I think this is. I'm super excited about this. I think it's a really cool piece. And um, also, personally, for me, it was the first vinyl record that I've ever been on. Um, and I've, I've always dreamed about printing my own vinyl and one day, hopefully I will. Um, so this to me was a really cool kind of like landmark and all of those things. And I think it like holds its place in a period of time and, um, means something to me personally. Um, so I thought I would include that for starters, you know? Um, and that's definitely something that's personal to me. Um, so if this is a, a time capsule for everyone, Hell yeah. you know, hopefully they'll appreciate it, but that's a, the things that I can think of are things like, you know, personal to me. I mean, um, who's not going to appreciate pandas on acid? I think people will like it. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty fucking cool record. I gotta be honest. Like there's, there's all kinds of shit on here. Um, like almost like some early, like Sid Barrett, Pink Floyd stuff. Um, to like some kind of like tribal electronic stuff. There's some dubby reggae things on there that um, I don't know if I cool. am at liberty to say, but uh, I believe he's going to be putting out a remix of that um, by none other than the scientist who is a, a legendary dub mixer artist, awesome dude. So pretty cool there's some uh guest artists from slightly stupid it's just a cool record so wow for sure i would put that on there <laughs> i'm gonna have to listen to that as soon as we're done with this there there's an action step guys i'm, I'm assuming do i need to buy the vinyl or can i get get that no, online yeah. yeah you can get it online yeah, i'm pretty sure it's, it's on definitely on spotify and all those places so um yeah check it out i was honored that he had me on a few tracks and it's a really cool collaboration of all kinds of people and different things so all very psychedelic stuff so which right up my alley so and you don't have um, to wait a thousand years to listen to it we can listen to it now <laughs> but no you, do you have anything <laughs> else you want to contribute to the capsule um that would be the main thing um yeah i'm just speaking from my own experience you know i, I suppose uh the things, something that the things that I have to offer, I think, are music and art, and that's the things that I just want other people to enjoy. Um, so something like that's really cool because it's collaborative. But um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to share the things that I've spent my time on as well. You know, some of my albums, some of my artwork, things like that. You know, you might as well throw it in there and see what happens. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! As far as physical items, that's about all I have to offer. <laughs> 
Well, listen, I I appreciate you coming on. Um, we're excited for music to slowly come back. Um, hopefully you'll be playing a live show in Rochester soon. If not, mm-hmm. um, we'll find a way to bring like we'll bring all of Rochester to Nashville. We'll bring we'll bring all <laughs> two million people or two hundred thousand or however many you're I think it's two hundred thousand. Yeah. We're we're all coming to Nashville at once, so you guys better be man, prepared. Oh, I'm prepared, man. I'm. You guys are all welcome. Uh, got plenty of space. We can all just. Uh, <laughs> you guys are. Apartment be great. <laughs> guys, check out Stereo Nest GalaxyDiamond.net, and yeah, man, I look forward to the new record as well. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> Did you say the name of the album? No, I will. I will say that. I will. I'll mention that. Okay. Luxury Supreme. Is Lu- the name Ooh, Luxury <laughs> Supreme. I'm yeah. sorry, but the first thing that came to mind was Vermin Supreme. Oh shit! <laughs> you know who that is? Yeah, I do. With the boot. What if that was just the album cover? It was just fucking some trippy. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie that i think that's the thing about like marketing and the internet like mm-hmm. people who have never heard you would see mm-hmm. luxury supreme and just see you with that boot on and i guarantee <laughs> they buy that album dude whatever works, <laughs> whatever works i'll take it if that's what if that's if that's what it takes i need to wear a boot on my head now <laughs> Put together like I guarantee it. Put together two Facebook ads, mm. test them. I guarantee the boot on the head <laughs> ad. <laughs> I hate to Dude, say it, but no, you're absolutely fucking right, though. <laughs> I mean, look at like um, people go for the goofiest shit. Like, I mean, first of all, that's association, so that that'll definitely work because that's already something in people's minds. It's funny and just kind of absurd. Like, think about like pigeons playing ping pong, like. Like half of their shit is like their name is pigeons playing ping pong. And unfortunately, none of my shit is seems to be associated with anything. It's just a bunch of fucking shit that I'm trying to make. But <laughs> isn't that what art's supposed to be? Exactly. That's why I don't really give a fuck. But <laughs> I'm just trying to make something. Honestly, I'm just trying to make something that I would want to see. Like that's really that simple. Like some like when i go and i'm like what do i want to listen to and i don't know what in my mind i'm like i kind of wish it was like this and this and that put together in this thing you know but like that doesn't exist mm. so i'm like well i guess that's the thing i should make which that's what art should be but at the same time from a marketing standpoint if you make something that has no association or anything you're fucking just out there you know what i mean like you're just you, you have to create your own shit for people to associate it by. 
which well, is you're, very you're, different. You're starting from scratch and there's always going to be those innovators that might pick up on what you're doing quickly, but it's almost like even the most innovative, open-minded people, they need to <laughs> spread the information. Like it, it's not going to be popular overnight and it's not going to be accepted overnight because it's so much different than the norm in the first place. So Exactly. But I think what I'm hoping for, and I, I think from observation, I've found people who've pulled this off successfully get a greater reward. You know what I mean? Like it's a harder path, but in the end, the reward is greater because you've carved out your pioneer. You've carved something out. Not that I'm a pioneer in any sense, but like you've carved out a different, a new path and you get more rewards for that. And also you can kind of hold, if you succeed at it, you can hold your place because then you had this thing that nobody else has. You know what I mean? So like, if you succeed at it, like, no, back to pigeons, I can't help but use them as an example, but like they literally take all the cliche jam band shit and put it into one thing. And they do a really good job at it and they're very successful, but they, a lot of people have bits and pieces of it. So if you go the hard path and you have the only thing that exists like this, you kind of hold your stake in this thing that you created, which is a greater payoff. I think, I don't know. That's the logic in my mind. (laughs) It makes total sense. It is. It's (laughs) high risk, high reward because it's a lot harder than I mean, reinventing the wheel is harder than not reinventing the wheel. That's that's where, yeah, where yeah. it comes you from, you know. Put it in the fucking car <laughs> and just fucking drive to the sunset, <laughs> or you could start fucking chiseling a rock. <laughs> Apparently, that's what I've chosen to do. So <laughs> Ch- chisel the rock. <laughs> I'm just chiseling the rock over here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. Share this with a friend and tell them exactly why they should listen. And don't forget to keep it groovy, baby.